Welcome in to another episode of Collective Knowledge. I'm your host, Shane Barrett. You can find me on Twitter at FFShaneB. And joining me tonight is fantasy football contributor for Going For Two. That's where we met. Uh, DFS and Best Ball with the Dynasty Rewind. And also the Gotham City SR podcast host. And it is Dan, the Australian man, Rosier. Dan, how are we? How you doing tonight? Pretty good. I enjoy a very good, uh, loud opening. I got to tell you, there's nothing like starting a podcast and hearing someone scream at you. I'm a big <laughs> fan. <laughs> no, no. I, I had a, I had an old podcast. It was the Back Row Giants. Yeah. And and literally the start would be me screaming at people, and it was it, and and people like people. It was really just me in a room screaming at, you know. Your computer? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good opening. I thought. I just yell at someone. It was the same. Th- the same thing every time. I don't know if anyone ever listened to the show, but I got a kick out of it. Yeah, that's what mattered. I just, you know, I'd be at work just screaming the in- the, the opening intro to my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's he doing? Doesn't matter. Just leave me alone. He'll be out in ten minutes. So <laughs> let him get it out of his system. But no, thank you. It's good to yeah. be here. It's Thanks great. for coming on, man. I'm excited. This should, this should be entertaining. Uh, you yeah. and I are in a couple group chats together, and I never leave uh, bored when you're involved. So <laughs> I try to avoid. I, I, I kind of I, I try to avoid as many. I don't mute mute them. I just try to avoid them. I'm in them, but I just I, I really don't want because like you'll just you'll you'll open it up randomly, and it's like some weird thing. You're like. Oh man, why? Oh, this is a wormhole. I don't need this afternoon. Like, yeah. all right. I think you and I both agree, though, that Discord is an absolute abomination. <laughs> did Did Jay put you up to this? No. <laughs> okay. I truly hate okay. Discord. I think okay. as much as you do. Uh, Jay was harassing me at one point. Dan, you got to get in Discord. I'm like, Jay, just leave me alone, man. I don't need this right now. I got to. <laughs> I got a full-time job. I got kids. I don't. I don't need Discord. I know what happens, so I'm in it. I told Jeff would ha- what would happen. I'd, I'd download it. I'd get in it, and now I just don't do anything. Now I've got an app like using up all my data, and I just you know, <laughs> exactly. What am, I, what am I doing here? But yeah, I, I I understand and appreciate its use. I just I have no use for it. You know. Yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm right there with you. You know, you're looking at. It's a group me chat, and then it's Discord channels, and then it's Slack chat, Twitter channels, Facebook groups. Just, you know, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah. That's all right. At one point, I had I was doing articles, and I was giving them to Jeff. I was in the Facebook groups. Jeff Lambert, our, our guy going for two. Hi, Jeff. Hope you're well. Uh, and you're like, yeah, just, just drop them into the DFS uh, the, the DFS or the Facebook groups that I've got lined up. So I'll be like, okay, you know, this is me taking – you know, eight minutes of my day, you know, because yeah. I need those eight minutes. doesn't matter what for. That's irrelevant, but I need them. So I'd be like copying the links and chucking them into his groups for his company, and he kept kicking the articles out. I'm thinking, what am I doing here? So no, so I kicked, I kicked Facebook off. I'm done with that. So that's one less <laughs> distraction. Discord, you could be next. We'll see. We'll see. But my God, what a, what a, what a waste of time. Yeah. It's okay. Chat groups, aren't they great? Lovely. (laughs) 
All right, got to pay the bills, so let's do a quick ad read. Are you on Thrive Fantasy yet? Well, come prop up on Thrive Fantasy next football season, because football season's over, tier. Um, but they do have uh, soccer, or for you, I believe, also football. Football. Uh, basketball. They've got esports, golf, and if we ever get out of lockout, baseball. So on Thrive, you pick 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. You Each prop is assigned a fantasy value based on the likelihood of hitting the over or the under. And then you hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. It's pretty easy to win, if you ask me, because even I can win. So use promo code FFShaneB when signing up, and you can do that on Thrive Fantasy on the App Store, Play Store, or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Thrive, sign up and prop up today. I'll get there eventually. Words are hard. <laughs> Working your way through it. It's okay. It's Tuesday night. You've dropped the kids. You got through your ad read. Relax. Yeah. You know, Let's do it. You're doing, you're doing well, Shane. You're doing well tonight. Very good. <laughs> Very good. All right, Dan. So first question of the interview, I always start with this question, is when was your first fantasy football league? Yeah, so I I think it was 2013 or 14. So I, I, I moved to the U.S. around 2012, I want to say. Okay. So it might have been a year or two after that. Uh, but ironically, it wasn't an American league. It was an English one. My brother, he, he was based in the UK. He's now down in Miami, which is great for me and the kids and the family. So, nice. which is, yeah, it's wonderful. You know, <laughs> you know, that's, we're closer now than what we were when we were kids because he lived on the <laughs> other side. Well, he lived on the other side of the world at the age of 15. He moved over to England to play professional football. So that's oh, what we cool. do. You move, yeah. So you do that, but you know, then you leave home at 15. So yeah. I moved to the US and he was in the UK the whole time. Now he's in Miami, but he started an eight team fantasy football league because that was probably about how popular it was I mean, not that it wasn't popular but fantasy as a whole like people probably watched the nfl they just fantasy wasn't huge there yeah now it's, it's growing now it's freaking massive like the fan fest that i have all there are you know a couple of guys i'm still in a different league with a few of them but they they all turn up and they'll, they'll sell out like every game that they put in the uk hundred ten thousand. go to the fan fest they'll get a hundred thousand every day at a fan fest easy like it's a no-brainer why they're in the UK, but it was an eight-team standard scoring league. Oh, wow. And, and it was um, brutal because, like, I was the last person to join. I, I joined the day before the draft. I didn't know what the draft was. No one explained it. I auto-drafted. <laughs> now, for those that play uh, different fantasy sports, so if you're a, a soccer slash football person, you're playing premier manager or football manager, and if you're playing Aussie rules or, or NRL back home, which is – two different types of footy. Uh, you're playing super coach. Now, when your free agency pools are there, they're, they're hypothetically just for you. Oh. So when I started, I think the first week I auto-drafted, because I don't know what, I didn't know any players. I didn't know anything. I don't know. I know what a quarterback is because like you've seen posters of players somewhere. Yeah. Like back home at that point, we we're only getting one game a, a year and that was really the Super Bowl. So you don't really, your awareness is pretty much nothing. Um, yeah. maybe maybe if you're maybe I just caught on late it doesn't really matter um, so I just thought the, the, the waiver wire was all mine Yeah. so like I'm dropping Calvin Johnson and Antonio Brown for Mikel LaShore and Marcel Reese because they punched in touchdowns week one <laughs> so, so, so oh, I don't no. know 
So like the next week, I see these guys that I dropped to my waiver wire pool or on someone else's team, and I'm like, "Hey, what's 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 going on here?" Like, you know, my brother's the commissioner of this league, and he's like, "Yeah, no, you're not meant to drop them." I'm like, "Look, hypothetically, I should have done my research and found out what fantasy football was before agreeing to join." But I really feel like if you did your due diligence, you would have maybe wisened me up to this sort of thing. Because, Especially my brother, right? Yeah, like kind of give me give me the leg up. Like, hey man, you probably shouldn't have dropped them. I'm putting them back in your team. First offense, first week. You've never, you know. Yeah. Maybe just give your boy like a, you know, give us a pass for the first week because I, I didn't know what I didn't know what was going. On. I didn't really care either. I was like, look, you needed an extra person. I, I filled in, yeah. and then I just you know like the rest of you degen- degenerates just sunk, you know. <laughs> sunk so yeah, it is what it is um is that first league still going i don't know i don't care no. <laughs> <laughs> i got kicked out of that league for all sorts of shenanigans I, I i will say this i'm of the belief that you cannot break a law if it is not known i'm i'm of that belief that's where i'm at so might have made some trades that were a little bit shaky and then the commissioner might have uh might have backtracked on those trades after the season, which screwed up my future drafts. And I might've had a few things to say to him, that, that, <laughs> that commissioner slash brother. And then I might've reached out to a few people that had complained to him and had a few words to them. And then they might've unanimous, <laughs> unanimously kicked me up pretty quickly. And I haven't spoken to them in a few years. <laughs> Lovely people, but you know, just let the trade stand. Team no veto, right? That's what we're about. Team no veto. Veto is only collusion. Yeah, that's it. And this was clearly not collusion. I just, I punted, I punted my season because I had like every, every player that wasn't injured was a superstar, right? So I was like, well, I'm not making the playoffs. I'll trade it to the guy who's never won the league before. I'll pick up a few picks over the next couple of years. Bob's your uncle. I was essentially playing dynasty in a redraft league and they weren't having it. And I, I, I tried to, I tried, I tried to like, I tried to pull them along to this this side of the game, and they were like, "No, you can't do that." But like, you know, on the app, NFL.com Fantasy, that was the platform I used at the time. Yeah. It said, "Do you allow future pick trading?" And the answer was yes. That's all I'm saying. But like, also, hang on, this is this is also a thing. It's not Dynasty. No, it was it was rewind. It was it was. It was like a redraft league that was allowing these sorts of things. <laughs> but then it gets even worse. I was like, why did you allow him to win the, the league after those trades had happened? Let him play the whole season and then cancel this trade like a week before the draft. This makes zero sense. Like you've absolutely <laughs> stitched me. You've stitched me up here. Like I can't do anything with this. So, you know, that week really went pretty quickly. Uh and, and not well for me. So that's okay. They, they're now, ironically, turning into a dynasty league. Go figure. So Naturally. Yeah. Like, well, what are you going to do? I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, if the horse doesn't want water, you know? Yeah. So, you know, maybe they're a dynasty league now. Maybe they, I don't know what they're doing. I think they're still going on. Maybe they're not. <laughs> Who cares? You're not in it, right? I don't care. No. <laughs> Every now and again, my brother will ask me like a real commissioner type question. And it's like, why are you asking me, man? Like, if it's not pertaining to my league, what's what's going on? 
Yeah. So like, there's no really no real reason for him to do it otherwise. But most of them are good guys. They they were fine. But you know, imagine <laughs> imagine vetoing a trade six months later. Like that's just yeah, that's cool. not cool. What am I get? What are you doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> um. Okay. So I don't know about you, Dan, but I'm in way too many leagues. Yeah. I've, I've cut back, but I'm still probably in way too many. Um. So this is how I frame this question. Say you're maxed out on leagues. You can only add one more league in, but it's got to be your favorite settings. What are those settings? So we're going to have a problem tonight because you've, you've dropped the F word in here. Favorite? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't have a favorite anything. I'm way too neutral. I, look, there are a few things that I think should be necessary. Okay. Uh, I, I I hate, and I'm not saying that this is a message for Ryan Seafoss. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that Ryan should be listening to this. But anyone that plays with median median scoring can go kick rocks. It is the pits. <laughs> it is. It is not needed. It is the worst thing I've ever played with. I've done it once in his IDP Dynasty League, and it might have cost me a playoff berth. Now I'm not saying that if it happens once, it's going to happen every time. I would never suggest that, but it is the worst. And any league that has it needs to stop. All right? Enough of it. Just kill it. But I, there are certain things that I, I kind of like. Uh, I think in some capacity, every league should have some form of IDP. Okay. It doesn't have to be crazy. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Players. You're talking about some of them, the highest paid players in the league that are being grouped together by a botched up DST setting based off special teams points and kick returns and all that sort of garbage. So I kind of find that I don't, I don't not, you know, some leagues have DST settings that are fine and whatever, but I think even so you could probably get away with getting a couple positions of IDP in there. Like, I think that's the way to go, but in terms of like PPR or point per or premiums or I, I Whatever, man. Like, uh, you know, it's okay. The, the world's the world's too small to just say this is the way to do it. I think. Yeah. But I, I like the idea of having a few things in there, which I think you know, IDP. I think over the past few years has started to come over a little bit more to the mainstream, which is great. And I think people should be doing that a little bit, sprinkle yeah. it in. But I, I, I'll try anything, man. I haven't done C two C. I haven't really done Devi. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. I don't care. I'll do it all one QB or Superflex. Don't care. As long as this, as long as the settings make sense, yeah, for, the, for that league, then I don't really. It doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. if you're in, if you're in like a twenty team league, superflex makes zero sense. Zero but you'll see sense. some, but you'll see someone try to do it, and it's it's yeah. kind of getting cute for the sake of cute. Alternatively, you could be in a ten team league, which has like three flex positions and not one superflex, or it's not two QB, which makes no sense. As long as the settings makes sense for that individual league in that type, then I, you know, I don't really care. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a go, but you know, well, it's, it's as long as the people you're in the league with, are, yeah. um, enjoyable. Like, I, I just left a couple leagues and it just, they weren't enjoyable. It was like, what, yeah. am, I doing? Like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't want to be in this league. I, we don't talk. There's no interaction. There's no trading. There's no nothing. And the settings of the league could be fine, but nothing else was. So what's the point? Yeah. No, I, I actually respect that a lot. 
Um, and that's that's typically why I'll, why I will leave a league is like if there's no if it's not active, um, people are yeah not the most enjoyable, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Like I'm out. Like I'll I'll give it a shot, even if yeah. it's done. Like and I hate leaving dynasty leagues, but like even like it, if it's not fun for you, get out. Like just leave. Yeah. Again, like it's it's got to make sense if the settings are fine. But the people aren't, you know, people make yeah. the make the league, right? You want to be with people that you enjoy and talk, talk some, have some fun with your with your talks and trades, and, and a lot of respect with everyone that does. But in some leagues, it's just, you know, when you're hearing crickets on an online app, it's probably not a good sign. So, um, yeah, yeah. As long as the settings are, are fine, I, I, I'd like to try a little bit of everything. We'll, we'll give it a go. But you know, if, if it doesn't make sense, the settings don't make sense for the sense for the amount of people that are in it. And, then you can kind of sniff out what's what's probably not going to be sustainable over a year or two's time. All right, so I got to ask you about one of my favorite settings. Have you played tiered PPR? I know of it. Uh, it's kind of like staggered scoring, right? Yeah, like, essentially. Yeah, yeah there's two. There's two types. So there's tiered by position, where like running backs get a half a point, wide receivers get a point, and then tight ends uh, get like yeah, a point. I've, and a half. I've, I've done that before, and like I get it. But then again, like some running backs are out producing, like you know the top. 15 running backs are out producing, you know, wide receiver 35 through whatever. Yeah. So then it kind of, where are we at? But I, I get it. Tiered like that's fine. Again, if it makes sense for that league. Yeah. There was, another, there was another one with yards, right? Yeah. So tiered by distance, that's what I love. So what that is, is like zero to four is a certain, is like half point. Five to nine is like 0.75. 10 to 19 is one. Uh, 20 to 29 is like 1.5 yeah, and it kind of goes up fractionally with the, the distance of it. That just sounds like a lot of math. <laughs> like again, you want to do the math because I'll be the commissioner and I'll set it up. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, I feel like anytime someone says that you don't have to do the math, there's always more math than you'd anticipate. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you, Shane. I think you're lying to me. <laughs> so, uh, no, I get it. So I get it. Like, so it's, it's so it's based on yards per. So I get it. Like, yeah. And I, and I get it. Like, there's some guys. I think it was who was it? Jarvis Landry a few years ago. He might have been going nowhere, but he had 187 like targets. Yeah. The math isn't right. I'm just guessing, but I'm, he had a lot. But he went nowhere. He might have had sub a thousand. So, you know, I get it. Why? Why give that guy the benefit of the doubt because of the full reception when he kind of just caught it and fell down? So yeah. I understand, you know, reward those yeah. who are making bigger plays. No, it makes sense. Yep. And it also compensates, right? So if you've got a guy like, let's 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 say Deshaun Jackson, because I know his receptions aren't going for five yards, right? So, you know, he catches three receptions over 20 yards of pop that almost compensates for the lack of receptions he's getting at a way up. So I get it. That's yep, exactly. I understand. It's different. Again, there's a lot of different settings out there. And, yeah. You know, vampire leagues and guillotine leagues guillotine leagues and all that sort of stuff yeah. so, you know like if you can keep up with it and your understanding of what it is like there's nothing worse than joining a league and someone goes hey what are the rules again so, <laughs> oh really yeah we're doing so, so you're that guy right okay yeah all right dan next question is when did you start making content for fantasy football so we just discovered this a few weeks ago i'm going for two's longest contributor other than Brad Berryman, which is pretty cool. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I'd say that would might have been 2017. 
maybe, but that was, I started with the back row fantasy show prior to going for two. So okay. yeah, that was, I was working with them. Then they're, they're no longer really about, they might be making a comeback. They might not be. Doesn't, doesn't matter if they do. They, they were a great live show. They were fantastic, but uh, they weren't really into articles and all that sort of stuff. So uh, not their thing. Great live show though. It was hilarious. I had a great time. No fun. Good listen. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, about 2017. Okay. What made you start uh, producing content? I was bored. <laughs> I, so bored I hated life, mate. No, uh, I. There was a lot of things that um, that were going on. I had a, a job that I felt stale with. Okay. Uh, if I'm being honest, I felt, mate, I've been doing it for a long time. It was, it was the same, hypothetically, same, same industry, same career, roughly for about 17, 17 years. So I could feel myself getting stale. Um, yeah. Self-reflection in a job based on motivation is something you need to do quite frequently. I also had my first kid as well. You okay. know, there were little things going on that I could kind of feel myself not really, how do I say it? I wasn't winning an internal battle. I didn't feel like I was getting myself out there enough or my voice or just my words or anything. I just really didn't feel like I was contributing to whatever. You know, you yeah. can change diapers and all that sort of stuff, but you really lose control of your life once you have your first kid. So um, it was just an outlet at one point to to do something for me because a lot of people can lash out and they can go on benders and they go do stupid things or they get caught. And this was just a way for me to stay home while everyone was asleep and get on, get on a laptop and start punching out words. And it was, it was just something And it. I didn't care if I was right. I didn't care if I was wrong. It was just, it was something. Was to yeah, it was. And it was just really something like that. It wasn't even, I don't think I really got into like uh, streaming podcasting really until about a year or so ago. Okay. It wasn't really something I really was interested in doing. Uh, but it turns out that it's much easier than writing. So, <laughs> so, so I've, I've really I've dialed back. I've dialed back on the writing quite a lot, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. But it was you know at that time it was just a way for me to kind of keep my nose clean and do something that interested me without causing problems at work or causing uh, things at home. It wasn't anything that really, really anything I really wanted to. It was, and also I just fell into it and that's how it started and that's yeah. what it was, but it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. Jay is in the chat and he says, podcasting is much easier than writing. Think Jay knows. Jay, <laughs> Jay knows. Jay, Jay, Jay got out quicker than I did. And, you know, <laughs> Jay's, Jay's doing show sheets for about 187 different podcasts, mate. He, he knows he's still writing. He just hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> awesome. Hi, Jay. Um, so, Dan, what was – do you remember what your first piece of content was for fantasy football? I think I do. Uh, for going for two – so it was – my articles were, you know, based – you know, when you first start writing, you're trying to find any sort of template to, to wrap your brain around. So the first article for going for two was called Pros and Cons. We laugh okay. about it now because there are about 5,000 words an article. No one told me not to write 5,000 words in an article. But I did that for about I did that for about three and a half years. It wasn't wasn't great. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and we're talking like. But here's the thing: we're also talking about in season. We're punching about five thousand a week on one article, and that 
that article disappears pretty quick. So, <laughs> so you know, you get really upset about that. But uh, that was on Brandon Cooks. I think the first article for going for two was on Brandon Cooks, a pros and cons about him. And it might have been um, post-trade. He might have gone to New England or it might have been to the Rams. I, I can't remember. But the other one for... Uh, the back row fantasy so short. started in 2017, right? Yeah, give or take. It was around then. Ah, I thought it was born 2016. Yeah. And uh, the other one I wrote for the back row fantasy show, effectively, and I don't want anybody to make assumptions about what I'm saying here, but we'll say that it was about Kirk Cousins getting a guaranteed deal and everyone somehow gratuitously gratuitously thanking him um really thanking him yeah because that was i feel like that wasn't as big of a deal as no, what people made it out to be because you look at what you know whether he's lying or whatever whatever he's, he's attracting whatever drama he's attention uh, grabbing from like today's signing say aaron Rodgers. we're not talking about a deal that was 158 million guaranteed like we were then yeah. Like Cousins for me really changed the game in terms of what he was, you know, we're talking quarterbacks, you know, it was like, however they structured them, but this was like, nah, it's three years and you're getting this much and that's it. Yeah, I, it, was, I, I st- I, it was the first totally guaranteed contract. It, I, st- I still that. feel like that was, I feel like that was very over, I feel like it's overlooked about yeah. how that changed the landscape of contracts and, and how they get done. Because say you're a guy like Lamar Jackson and what him and his mum or his agent, he's probably going to want to get more guaranteed money up front. Whereas an agent itself might want to stretch it out over a period of time. Like that's how you can look at it in that degree. Or yeah. quarterbacks who are aging. You look at Aaron Rodgers. Why does he care about a five-year, six-year deal? Why would he care? Like it makes no sense. So yeah. in terms of that, yeah. So, you know, people... People may be, may be thanking Kirk Cousins a little bit more. I'm not even a Kirk Cousins. I don't care about Kirk Cousins. He's fine. But uh, He's criminally underrated in fantasy. In fantasy. Really. Not in real football, uh, but in fantasy. He does surprisingly uh, well. He's fine. I don't <laughs> – he's fine. He gives me that, he gives me that like, Andy Dalton vibe when Dalton was on fire with the Bengals. Yeah. Like, every now and again, like, oh, wow, he got a 30-burger out of Dalton, but, like, next yeah. week, minus 12. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> Where did where did where did this happen? How'd you, how'd you get how'd you get minus twelve against the Lions? What happened? What are we doing here? So you know, I think I think those were the. I'm pretty sure they were the first two articles I wrote. Back row would have been first, and then. But Jeff didn't tell me for like three years. Don't write that much. <laughs> he didn't tell me. I was, I was like, hey man, I feel like I've got to adapt the article. He goes, yeah, you should. I'm like, what? Are you, oh, oh. Thanks. Yeah, well done, mate. Good job. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. I do want to edit that anyway. Well, yeah, it was 5,000 words. <laughs> I know you didn't want to edit it. I didn't want to edit it. <coughs> All right. This question, I cannot wait for the answer. What is your favorite thing about the fantasy football community? There's that F word again, mate. <laughs> favorite thing about the fantasy community. I can give you a B word. Yeah, what is it? What's the best thing about the fantasy community? 
I mean, like, I mean, everyone says the same thing. It's like, man, it's such a good place to go and get you picked me up and we're all together. I'm here for the shits and giggles, mate. I don't care. I'm here for the drama. I want to see people just fighting constantly. How about that? You know, you guys can go to the expo and then three days later, fights. Like, everyone's just on each other. And I'm just sitting here. I don't care. Like, I've got a job and kids. I'm fairly secure with my life. I'm pretty happy. But no, you guys just want to hate each other. And I just sit there going, my God. I'll tell you when it all started going downhill as well. It started happening when we went to 280 characters. That's when everything first started turning to shit. (laughs) Like, everything started turning to shit when people decided they had a say. No, 140 (laughs) characters was like, here's a link to my article, one or two hashtags. Cheers. Now, Now it's like 18 different freaking threads. Like, no, just you don't need that. And then people want to argue per article. Everything gets upset. And here I am just sitting there watching what happened today. Every day. It's like entertainment for me. I just I just find it mind-blowing that people can get so upset about nothing. About a game, about a game. It's not even that. <laughs> what, like, what, like, Shane, what lineup are you setting this week? People get mad anyway. Like, I don't really have to worry about this until like September. No, this is like non-existent time for people to not care about things. No, we're just going to get super mad at each other and just do this for the next five months. I'm here for that. I want to see this place burn. And I'm just all about And look, people can then say something like this. Well, you know, Reddit, Reddit's bad. No, but the thing is, Reddit's not under any pretense that it isn't a pile of shit. You know, (laughs) Reddit knows it's a bad place to be. And if you can hang in Reddit like longer than a week, you, you probably belong there too. But Twitter, like people are uber nice, but nah. They're super mad at each other. And I, I just like watching. Is that the answer? That's I would bet you've had, what, 15, 20 guests? I would bet 75% wanted to give that answer. But you're the first one to I'll actually answer. I'll that do it. I'll, I'll step up to the plate. I love it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but, but in all fairness, yeah. I'm, uh, aside from Jay, uh, no, I, I actually find people quite funny. I... I, yeah. I Drama aside, I just sometimes you just see things you're like, man, that's brilliant. People don't understand their brilliance as well. I think that's the side of it. But there's a couple of people out there. And I just read some of their work. And I'm like, that's brilliant. You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like, you should be like applying this, this, this amazing skill you have of like learning and attention, and apply it to something that gets you paid well. Because you, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> what are you doing this for? Go, the moose, commute. <laughs> Go find something better with your life because you are better than this. And I just find it amazing. Yeah. I, I'm amazed at the amount of times that feel like, you know, people are great. Obviously, like we can we can reflect back to, we'll say Tags, everything that happened with him and how everyone just went, like they dropped their shit and said, Tags is the man and we're going to get behind him and his family. That yeah. that part of this community will always live. And yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's amazing too. And, you know, they're, they're very quick to, to call people out, but they're also very quick to jump to their to their aid as well. And that, yeah, you know, that's that's cool. But man, I'm here for the I'm here for the I'm here for the problems, mate. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. What are, what are they going to do? Oh, I'll boo this man. I don't care. I'm just going to mute my phone and go back to work. Like, it's not. What am I going to care? Yeah. I don't care. It's fun. Jay has a question for us from the chat. Are are you fine, gentlemen, coming to the expo this year? Are you going, Dan? No, I can't. I um. No, I can't. I missed last year. We had we had some family issues with a sick family member, which was a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that 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 kind of escalated quickly. Jay, uh, this year, 
there's uh what's that thing that's been happening um covid covid that covid thing that's happened uh obviously my family they're on the other side of the world and uh they haven't been able to see their grandkids uh for about three years now which is crazy some people that sucks yeah some people don't want to drive 20 minutes to see their family but you know my my family's on the other side of the world and they've missed out on their their grandkids i've got two two kids a five and a three-year-old and they haven't seen them in three years nearly so they're coming out uh, when the expo's on i'll be in uh of course where did i go i've booked uh booked mexico so we're going to mexico with the expo yeah i mean i could go to canton Ohio, or you can go to Mexico. I could go to Cancun, get myself I could just get messed up. I mean, I might not see him. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, if I do it right, I won't. You know, but yeah. you know, I, I will be in Mexico for that. I believe if my dates are right or wrong, uh, I don't know if I'd go anyway, mate. Ohio seems like a bit of a hassle. I remember last year everyone was complaining about how much the flights cost to get out to Canton. I was like. Why would I? Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I pay that much money for that? Yeah. For Canton? No, I'm kidding. Bob Love, I love, and he's fantastic. And it looks like the expo was freaking amazing. And I wish I could go. Um, obviously, there's a lot of going for two representation there, and, and the Dynasty Rewind, who I also contribute yeah. for, they're there as well, and they had a ball. And I'm sure it'll be fun, and everyone to get on the lash and, and enjoy each other. But uh, if, if my family weren't uh, stuck. If, if people haven't noticed, Australia's been quite strict with their COVID laws. Yeah, um, yeah they've been pretty bad. Uh, not not in terms of like the day-to-day stuff. I'm talking like just travel restrictions. It was like 45,000 Australians stranded overseas at one point. They wouldn't let them in. Oh, wow. Uh, it was just, it was mind-blowing. It was just like, no, we're not letting you in. You stay there. And then you have to quarantine two weeks at a hotel of their choice, which you have to pay for. So it was like, all right. So yeah, it was... Some of the things, but then you know they let like they let like sporting teams into the country on the low. And you're like, what's going yeah. on? We can't even go to the game. <laughs> we can't go. To, we can't go to the game to watch the sporting event because it's behind like closed the doors. restrictions are too strict. <laughs> so like, why are we even bringing them out here? This is just madness. So yeah. you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird how they they operated, and you know, it's, they're finally lifted those uh, embargoes on on them getting out, which is great. So I'll see my family for the first time in a few years. And, awesome. you know, it's just a shame. I joke a lot, really. I'm sure the expo is fun and I'm sure everyone's lovely. <laughs> uh, Jay, I'll get back to you on that. We can talk about it uh, offline. That's a no. All right. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself outside of fantasy football. You already mentioned you got two kids you're clearly Australian. What's your day job? Do you have any pets? You've got a drum pit behind you. Yeah, what I do. You? Tell us about I you. Know, I don't know. How do they get there? Um, yeah, they aren't mine. What are they doing there? Uh, yeah, so I got a, I got a dog. I got a couple of kids. I got a wife. We're all, we're all great. Uh, we're all happy. Everything's good. Uh, awesome. I was working in the health and fitness industry for 17 years, and now I am working for the family business. We moved from Dallas back to New York. Okay. Uh, to take care of a family member that's no longer with us, but uh, in doing so, that took up a lot of hours and time, and it was fine. I'd do it all over again, and I wouldn't complain. I'm not complaining now, but like the, the hours to run your own business while while doing that just wasn't 
it just wasn't it wasn't the right decision. So I decided to work for the family business there in uh, the jewelry industry, which is okay. Yeah, yeah, this guy. I'm in the jewelry industry. That's that's all, all things thing. fine and all things fine and fancy. I'm leading the way, mate. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we have we have a business in the diamond district in in Manhattan, and uh, yeah, we we basically supply uh, with the largest supplier of jewelry, tools, chemicals, and all that to all those independent jewelers, big jewelers, so like your David Yermans and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, we supply to them to make sure that they can provide the greatest product available. In doing so, I end up getting chemical highs most days, and that's, <laughs> that's, at times, mate. They're like, "Hey, you should have worn a mask." I'm like, at the time they're telling me before I open, like before yeah. I open, before I open this, you've had 35 years of experience. I've been here for like a year, and you didn't tell me that this product needed a mask, and now I'm, uh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have ourselves a day. So that happens a fair bit. Um, so yeah, it's interesting, but uh, currently trying to learn Spanish as well. Uh, that's uh, yes, it is. I, I find that Pablo um, Paquito Espanol. No, I'm not saying that. I know what I know what happens when people tell me to say things in Spanish and it doesn't end up well. I so I speak a little Spanish. Yeah, you can say that. I don't believe you. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's one of those things. It, it turns out uh, I might be. I might be hard to understand to those who don't understand English that great. So instead of having eight or nine people adapt to me, I'd rather just learn Spanish and just get on with it. It's just, it's just easier this way. Because no one, I don't, you know, if I if it wasn't a day, and this is prior to coming back to New York, if there wasn't a day when someone just like just gave me that deadpan look, and like they they give me that look, what did he say every day? Every day. And I'm talking like 10, 10 years, at least once or twice a day. And like they do the, like they hone in a little bit. And you're like, oh man, I just said hello. Like it's not that hard, you know? So I just figured I'd just, I just get on and just start learning other languages. So that's, that's the sort of thing. But yeah, pretty, pretty quiet, mate. Stay out of trouble. I like it. Stay, uh, stay out of trouble. Any hobbies doing. outside of fantasy football? And learning Spanish. Fantasy football is the hobby. That's that's the. I think that's where, I think that's where we all have a little bit of problem with this, right? So, yeah. people need to come back a little bit. It's a hobby. It's a bit of fun, unless you're getting paid, Jeff. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things where <laughs> that gift. you guys are getting paid. Yeah, I give him so much. Grief. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he goes, oh, I give him so much, but I don't care. What do I care? I don't want your money. Um, I think I think we like to travel a little bit. We're, we're a traveling family. We, we try to go to as many places as we can a year. So we got we've we've done a what do we do? We just did Dallas a few weeks ago. We've got the Bahamas coming up, Mexico coming up. I think Nashville coming up. Nice. And I th I feel like we could be doing Switzerland or Iceland for New Year's ish. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, one of those two places. I feel like I'm going to lose that battle. It's going to be Switzerland. I can already feel it. Um, happy life, or, happy life, right? Oh, man, you got to, you know, because <laughs> you know the thing is, if I just if I just agree to that, I'll just keep writing articles, and I don't want to do that. So sometimes you got to start the fight. You know, got to got to got to have your say in there. You can't be a pushover, Shane. You got to you got to kind of work your way in there a little bit. But 
no, I think uh, Switzerland sounds. It feels like that's that's where she wants to go this time. So, cool. Yeah, so I think we're a bit of a traveling family. I'm a soccer guy first over American football, and then I'm a rug I'm a rugby guy over American football. Nice. And then Aussie rules over American so, football. Do you have an EPL team that you? I do. For? Yeah, I, I I believe I'm a third generation Man United supporter. Okay. Now I know that's. I know that's a no, hot topic. When you say third generation, like that means yeah. going on when it was like yeah, and Ronaldo yeah, but, and all the hot um, people coming through. I, like, I, I, tr- I was trained by a guy, so most most people wouldn't know him. Uh, there was a there was a guy who played for Man United years ago. His name was Norman Whiteside. Now this guy was a legendary. I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe he was Northern Irish. He was a striker, and he was okay. like the, the youngest ever goal scorer at that point, Norman, and he was. You know, I was a striker at the time when I was a kid. The older yeah. I got, the further back I went. But he was a guy that spent some time with us back in Australia. He'd turn up every... So, like, I, even if I wasn't, like, I was just infatuated with how he went about his process. You could see it, like, where his yeah. foot goes, body shape, body body movement, how he transfers weight to one side. You could see things and, like, even if I was only a young kid and I could, like, say, okay, well, my dad likes United, so I'm a United guy. I could see from him that he was taught so well it was hard to not appreciate what he learned. So how could that be wrong to like what he does? So yeah, absolutely. But you know, my older brother's a Liverpool fan, and you know, so we've had that going on. You know, we've had that rivalry going on for well, the best you part. You and I can hate on your older brother together. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not much. Why? Well, who? Wait, who? Who do you back in? Tottenham. <laughs> why? I love Harry Kane. That's literally it. <laughs> oh, Harry Kane, you got four more months of enjoying him, mate. He's gone, and then you're left with a team that just doesn't care. That's like that's like the equivalent of like. Well, no, it makes sense. You're a Brown supporter, right? So, <laughs> you know, you know, like it makes sense if you support the Spurs. I get it. Sure. Yeah. No, that, that's fine. No, they're okay. Look, their new stadium is going to be um an attraction to say the least, and if they can uh. They, they just need to put sell- somebody in there to put no, people in. No, they, they, they need to go. They need to go sell Harry Kane, and they need to they need to make as much money of him as possible, and just buy a boatload of players. That's it. Just build around that. They got a good coach in charge. Uh, yeah. they, they have a good coach. Conte is a very good coach, and if they can give him money, he'll bring the right people in. But yeah, that's that's no. I agree with you on Conte a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a little he's a little crazy, but you know, you have to be like. Coaches at the top, you got to be a little, got to be something wrong with you. So, you know, my team doesn't have a coach right now. So they're terrible to watch, <laughs> you, know, so, you know, but I'm at that age now, like fandom for all things. I don't care if something's entertaining, I'll watch it. If uh, I don't care what team, like West Ham look good at the moment. Southampton look good at the moment. Like if, yeah. if they're on, I don't necessarily have to watch United the next day. I don't care. I'll just, yeah. if there's something that looks entertaining, I'll catch it. Like, I don't have I don't have the time management skills now to to deal with that. Gotcha. All right. Are you ready for rapid fire? Where I'm about to throw a lot of f words at you. A lot of f bombs. All right. You you ready? Ready as you'll ever be. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Uh, favorite NFL team. By, by location, I am a New York Giants fan, but I probably like eight or nine other teams more. 
<laughs> you get my fandom for three teams. All right, we're going to move on. I don't care. Oh, no, the Giants, they're bad. Yeah, okay, well, who else is playing? Show me something that's exciting. Come on. Yeah. Get on with it. Uh, you kind of just answered this, but favorite sport that's not football? Anything else. Anything else. <laughs> like, soccer's great. Aussie rules. Rugby. International rugby is underrated. Those guys are mental. Uh, club yeah. rugby is okay if you're watching European stuff. Not so high on the Super 14s back home. I think it's still 14s, but, you know, club club rugby, maybe the Heineken Cup's all right, but international rugby, like when the World Cups or, or yeah. Nations come on, it is just different. Those guys are – they're ridiculous. Well, they, they're, they're animals. I can do it. <laughs> All right. Favorite food? I mean, it doesn't matter. It, 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 I don't have one. I don't. I just, there's nothing. Like, it's all the same. Like, it's all sustenance, mate. I don't have a favorite food. What day is it? I had, I had a turkey burger tonight. It was fine. Like, I don't, I'm not going to. Favorite food? But see, like, for me, like, it depends where I am. Okay, that's fair. Like, if, if I'm in Dallas, like, there's a burger joint that's untouchable. It's a maple yeah. and motor like, burger, fine. But, like, if I'm in Italy, like, whatever's in Italy. If I'm in England, it's England. If it's New York, it's whatever. So, wherever I am, that's what it is. Okay. But the last place I was at was Dallas. And, like, I had a burger that was maple and motor. If you're in Dallas, it's on Maple Avenue. Maple and motor burgers are ridiculous. They're like that. Like that. I will accept that answer. That is yeah. a good answer, actually. It's, it's the only answer. I don't. I told you, I don't have a favorite anything. So what's your, what's your next favorite? Favorite sports movie. I don't like movies. Um, then we're skipping. Wait, the next but, no, but I saw the show sheet and I got. I found one for you. Okay. It's not my favorite, but it is a sports movie. Okay. I think, I think Space Jam's pretty good. Okay, I'll take not, that. Not the new one. That's yeah. No. A, 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 a basura. Basura yeah. Caliente. There we go. <laughs> C, C, C. There we go. Basura Caliente. Go. Uh, favorite non-sports movie then? Uh, I told you, mate, I don't, <laughs> I don't watch anything Space, anymore. Space Jam 2. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, I took the time to, to read your show sheet. I should come up with a proper answer. i tell you what, you guys... You wouldn't have seen it out here. It was a there was a movie back home. It must be about twenty years old. It's okay. just, I find it hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the guy, it's about a guy called Mark Chopper Reed. Uh, okay. The movie's called Chopper. Mark Chopper Reed was one of our most. We'll just say he was a bad guy, uh, and it was a movie about him. And okay. it was I found it hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Eric Banner, if you know Eric Banner, maybe. I should know that name. Yeah, you, you've seen him in things, man. He's in a lot of things. He played Chopper, and it's okay. To be honest, it's funny. In the first five minutes, he shaves his ears off with a pair of clippers. Like it's just oh great. sweet Jesus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, no, but <coughs> wait, the fix came in. He found out that he was getting whacked in jail, so he shaved his ears off and got moved to another ward. They thought he was crazy. That's okay, a true, that's but that, but, but that's a true story. Also, a true story. Same man became on, uh, went on to become one of Australia's greatest ever children's book writers. How about that? One of the biggest sociopaths in Australia wrote the best children's books. Amazing. That's that's incredible. That'll help you go to sleep. Uh, favorite band? No. Nah. Uh, I. You're talking all time, right? 
There's no such yeah. thing. There's no such or, thing. For, or right now. No. Nah. I'll, I'll get my iTunes open. What's the... I, I, my wife bought tickets to the Foo Fighters, and I haven't seen them in 20 years, so I still don't even know if they're any good. They're, uh, they're still good. Yeah, I... So I refused to see them again because, you know, the Skin and Bones tour they did like 20 years ago? No, because I was five. How old are you? 27. I saw I was probably two. Wow, that's that's devastating. Um, yeah, so they did like a, they did like an acoustic series, a, C, a CD. It's called Skin and Bones. And it was when Pat Smear returned. And they did like an acoustic set. And they traveled the world, but they only went to a few places. Sydney was one. I saw them at the Opera House. I haven't seen them since then because like they're not going to top that. Yeah, so no, why bother? The last album I got was Amy Oll and the Sniffers. And then from that, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything that's a favorite. If it sounds good, it's probably good. Right. That's okay. where I'm at. I don't, I don't care. If it sounds good, it's fine. All right. You ready for another F word? Yeah. You, you ready for a non-answer? I'll give you. I'll give I'll you another good answer. I don't have one. <laughs> Favorite adult beverage? It doesn't matter. It, wherever it just depends. What are you eating? Okay. So what are you eating? Wings. Wings. Probably want something to complement that. Beer, I don't feel goes great with wings. I'd say margarita goes with wings a bit better. See, I like wings and beer, but I no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. It, I'm not saying that it's bad. Yeah. But I find something a little bit sweeter to go with the heat. That's what okay. I tend to lean with. Unless I'm going with a sweet wing and then I'll go with something a bit savory like beer. You okay. see where I am? And that's the problem I have. Do you know what I mean? Tonight, no, that totally makes sense. I'm on, I'm on a local whiskey. That's where I'm on tonight. What are you that's, drinking tonight? It's called, it's the Hudson whiskey. <laughs> it's a Hudson whiskey. That's it. That's all I need to know. Uh, I don't know. It, it just depends where I am and what I'm, where I'm at. It just, it goes that way. I don't have a favorite thing for that. It just, I told you, this is going to be awfully difficult for you. I just don't. Hey, look, I'm in sales. I can figure out a way to ask a question to get the answer out of you some way or another. Yeah, no, again, again, like it just depends on where I'm at. That's, yeah. that's the problem. We, um, okay. You know, I don't, I don't hey, mind. You're in Italy. This is going to sound so stereotypical. You're in Italy eating pasta. What are you drinking? Wine. What sort of pasta though? Well, it depends what the pasta is. Is it a white? Is it a white pasta? Is it a red base? Like these are the things that go with these sorts of questions. You can't just say, "Yeah, no, I'm going to have a red wine with like, you know, an Alfredo." That doesn't make sense okay. at all because that would make you sick. So, so I wouldn't do that. But it just it depends. Like, if we're doing a show, I'll grab whatever I'm feeling at the time. The last show I did was Super Bowl week with Jeff and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was drinking gin okay. for no reason. It didn't matter. Tonight it's whiskey. It, it just doesn't matter. I don't. I don't have a preference on anything, man. Why box yourselves in? Why don't you say that's your favorite? That's what you've got. And I don't want to go down like that. That's fair. You still haven't asked me about my pineapple pizza. Oh no, I haven't. You know what? We're gonna. <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip these next two questions. No, no. Let's, let's hear them. I don't want to okay. get straight from the show street. Favorite TV show? I don't have one. I don't like TV. American TV is garbage. Fight. 
fight. Let's go. Fight you like <laughs> everyone else does. I I don't care. Like to me, listen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pre pretend like the Encanto things weren't popping up underneath before. I saw him, Jay. I saw him. I can't pretend like you're gonna get off the hook with that. Disney Twitter coming after me. I don't need those sorts of things. Why would I want that? What's funny, before we hopped on the show, Dan? Bluey. There you go. Love Bluey. Bluey's fan phenomenal. I, I, res I resonate with Bandit way too much. Yep. Uh, favorite actor? Actor or actress? I have actor, but I don't care which one. It's International win Women's Day. We got a actress then let's let's shout some out uh, some love out to the women uh I'm trying to think of the last movie i saw oh man it's a tough one i really pigeonholed myself on that one so this is why i don't like favorite anything sandra bullock's pretty awesome she's very versatile absolutely i like yeah. that a lot yeah you can you can when she's meant to be serious, you can kind of get on that level. But when she's funny, she's as comical as ever. It's Same phenomenal. with, uh, what's her name? Oh, I'm dying here. I'm going to, I'm going to remember the name. I, I know I'm, you're going to laugh once. No, no, I've got this. Hang on. Okay. It's the same, same act, Salma Hayek, same thing. Yeah. When she's meant to be serious, like you sit there and you can hone in on that. But like when she's funny, it's just the funniest thing. She'll, she'll steal the, like the screen. That's the thing. Yeah. So one of those two, Sandra Bullock, Salma Hayek, very funny, very serious when they have to be. But shout out to International Women's Day. I feel, yeah. I feel like I might be the wrong person to be on your show today, Shane. Huh? I didn't think about it ahead of time. <laughs> uh, I'm here to right. grief. This one. It's a two-parter, so that should help you with your whole it there's context it there, that always matters. On I mean, Twitter? No. No context doesn't matter on Twitter. There's there's never context on Twitter. <laughs> Favorite defensive player right now and all time. All time? Yep. All time, I'm gonna give you a, a split answer because it was when I first started watching. You gotta understand. Yeah. And I, again, the context is, is I I never really watched before I came to America in the first yeah. year that I watched football, the Giants won a Super Bowl. So, like, you end up watching a little bit more than what you should. Uh, the first two plays from, uh, you know, obviously Lawrence Taylor's a guy that everyone, I didn't even see him play. So yeah. I have no idea. Uh, but I remember Justin Tuck was a guy that I thought was a leader. Uh, and you could see that and everyone followed where he went. Everything he did, they followed. And, and like, I like people that have strong skills like when it comes to sports so man united's my team roy Keane was my favorite player same sort of thing like that you see what i mean yeah. uh, but in that team as well was a kid might have been his first or second year it was a guy called uh jason pierre paul mm. and, and he was just terrifying i remember watching him the first might have been when he was a rookie i went he can't be that good that at that age it was and i you know you just watch him go, I don't want to be anywhere near that guy on a field. I would be terrified. And then so, you blow your hand off with fireworks. Hey, when in America, you know, blow yeah. your hand up. If you don't blow your hand up on July 4th, you've done it wrong. That's how Twitter is, right? Oh, <laughs> well tied. Yeah, you, you did it. Oh, was he, oh, he was an Alabama guy, was he? No, I'm from oh. Alabama. I'm just making oh, fun of him. Someone, 
someone's blowing something up. But uh, yeah, so those guys probably were the first two that I went, oh boy, like this is how you, these guys are, you know, one was based on leadership and wow, like, people will do what he says and people will follow him. And they had a team. I feel like Strahan might've been at the back end. There was Aussie and all those sorts of guys. Yeah. They, had a pretty, they had a pretty stack. Uh, Pierce was there as well. They were pretty amazing. Uh, but JPP also just for the flashiness was just, I just remember watching that going, okay. Now, um, defensive guys. It's hard to say. You know, so I'll keep with the Giants thing. I, okay. I like, I like what Logan Ryan brings to the team. I think he's a good leader. Again, leadership sort of a thing, and, and you can yeah. see what he brings to an organization. And you can see how it's going to be really good this year to see how he, him and uh, Xavier McKinney come along. That'll okay. be interesting to see that dynamic. But, you know, there's other guys, like I can say, like anyone that hits hard and all that sort of thing, like you can, you can yeah. get fun things from that. Fred Warner's amazing. Long down in Tennessee, I remember this year was pretty amazing as well. Like There, is, there are a lot of guys that you want. Uh, Ola Kuhn out of Atlanta, when he plays, he always does something. Mm-hmm. He always does something interesting. So guys like that, I, I find CJ Mosley before he went to like the Jets. Yeah, you know, mate, I hope he, I hope he rebounds. I don't care for the Jets, whatever. But like Mosley, like when he was at, like, he was having moments out there. It was pretty amazing. You know, you're all, you know, soundbite. You can cut this and just say TJ Watt, whatever works, man. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Xavier Howard, like when he plays, you just sit there going, like that's the trade all that happened. I want them to send Barkley to Miami and bring in Xavier Howard. Like, yeah. that'd be awesome. That'd be great. You know, I think he's great. You know, anyone that does their job. Win that trade. <laughs> if you ask me. Can't be that hard, right? We need we yeah. need guys that can play man and they need a running back. Why, you know, we got Martindale now. He's just going to blitz and we need guys that can play man. And I think Howard's the guy to do that. So, you know, anyone that can do that. You look at the, the Tampa linebackers, you could watch them all day. You don't even have to watch mm. what else is going on. Those guys are just animals. So, they are. yeah, they're great. So, you know, anyone that does things at a high level continuously, I will take the time out to watch and appreciate, but you know, it's fine. Okay. Last question, and then we'll talk about pineapple pizza. Yeah. Favorite offensive player. Same thing right now and all time. Give me all time first. So, so the easy all time answer is because, again, to catch my attention, I didn't know what the game was about. The first Giants player I ever saw that jumped off the page was a kid called Victor Cruz. Nice. Yeah, it was it was one of those things. Like I remember watching him going, oh wow, like he's just he's an animal. I, I saw a game, I think it was the year they won it. It was week 17 against Dallas, and he took a 95 yarder to the house. Yeah. And I remember watching that going, like that's you know, Manning put it in the right spot, but he had to also do his job and, and and get around a few people too, but you know, I remember watching that going, Oh my god, he's he's an animal. And like, obviously, I had no idea of, or comprehension of you know, late round picks, UDFAs, and what that meant for a guy like that to do that, yeah, you know. So, that, but you know, my favorite player of all time, I'd, I'd say a coin flip between Matt Forte and Jamal Charles. Interesting, and I say that again, like, I don't want to give you an answer, like, yeah, my favorite guys from like 1990, I never watched that, I have no idea. Maybe it was Jerry Rice, sure. Great. But Forte, I remember, was doing Christian McCaffrey things before it was cool. Yeah. And Jamal Charles could break one off for 50 and it 
on every play. Adrian Peterson was the same. Those those running backs were a different breed. Like Peterson, what, 2012, 2013 was just... Oh, my God. Like, like you, I don't even know how to... Like, again, like I go from a game of finesse of, of soccer and you watch this and you're like, good Lord. Even rugby, like, okay, but it's... Rugby's like six inches in front of your face. That's what it is. What what Peterson was doing, but like Forte was just... He just looked different, man. It was something about him, how he played the receiving game and he could go go through the middle, go on the outside. I just thought he was complete and I didn't really know what that meant. But the further removed from the game we are, I kind of feel like he might be one of the most underappreciated players that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. like a, He had, what, a 90, 95 reception? He went nuts or something like... He went... Anyway, I'm going to find that. I'm going to figure out... I'm going to Google it right now. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I got you, man. Do it. He went nuts one year. Where is he? Receiving. People forget about this. 102 yeah. receptions. 102 receptions. Good in, 20, Lord, yeah, in, in 2014. 2014. Like, that's people, not that long ago either. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. People don't look at that like, oh, you know, McCaffrey, this, Barkley. I'm like, Forte was doing it. And no one said anything. No. Yeah, even talking. Camara too. Like, you can no, throw him into that. No one was talking about Matt Forte having 100 receptions in a year. No one. It, it doesn't happen. No one even brings his name up. It's like we're talking about like all these like PPR scorings and all that. It's like Matt Forte killed everyone in 2014. I remember that. Yeah. Like no one says it. No one says anything. And that might have been because guys like Adrian Peterson were about. But like, that's the scary thing. But, you know, I think Forte then, I think I, I remember watching him go, man, he's different. I thought he was different. I could be wrong. I'm not a Bears fan. I don't really care. Just, I thought how we played the game was good, but now my favorite player? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I like Mark Andrews. Okay. I, you know, I think he's he's interesting to watch, but like when, when they aren't rolling, it's not because he's, you know, I, I like people that can change a game and, you know, when he's quiet, they're kind of the kind of bad. Gronk, if he still counts, yeah. I still I still don't think anyone touches Gronk. Yeah, I, I don't care if you Kelsey takes Gronk. Gronk to me will always be the number one tight end I'll ever see. I think. Yeah, it was it was a different animal. But um, anyone that does something, like I told you before, anyone that does something special, I, I think is worthy of watching. I don't really have a favorite. You know, it's hard. It's hard to say. I don't. I don't have a favorite anything, right? That's okay. I I've been pretty enough. clear on that, I think. <laughs> you did. Yeah. You did, but I still feel like I got enough favorites out of you that you I've been nothing definitive. There's nothing definitive. Uh, favorite is one. Fair enough. Favorites, if you had a twisted at the favorites, you might have got away with this. Favorites very unique and and you know, Uno on that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, right. I, I I just I don't know, man. Who's your favorite player? My favorite player? Baker Mayfield. Okay, but we're talking like out of fantasy. You're talking like as an actual player. Yeah. He's so, yeah. Okay. I bet you get a lot of heat for that, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I I'm indifferent. I'm <laughs> like, like who you want? But all time, it's Peyton Manning. So I hope that makes up for it. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, I, I don't, I don't care, man. Like who you want to like? It's just yeah. weird. People telling you, oh man, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah maybe. Have you have you had to watch a Mike Lennon game before? Like Mike, 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 Mike Lennon. Watch the Nathan Peterman game where he threw five interceptions in one half. I, I, I had to sit through Joe Judge telling guys the quarterback sneak from their five yard line. Like, like 
what's wrong with Baker Mayfield? Is he that bad? Like, imagine that happening to him. He'd probably walk off the field. I don't know. Antonio Brown's pretty amazing when he plays. Forget the, forget like everything else. Like, dude, is, that man is, is a walking case of CTE. I don't want to say that, but I look. He might be right. You know, he, his ankles seem pretty messed up. Like, you know, it, it would it would it would behoove him to not say my ankle is a mess, but jump off the field. Yeah, that's what I'd say. You're not helping your argument. That doesn't mean that painkillers didn't help him do that because he was able to play. Yeah. But I would say a guy like him, like untouchable. Like at times he was yeah. untouchable, and the trajectory he that he was on one in redraft, for yeah, yeah, like three so, years like, straight. Yeah, I mean, like you could, you could, you could have him doing that. And like, I don't care if the guy's a little off his off his rocket. Like he was in a, in an anomaly when he played, and yeah. you could watch that guy. You don't you don't look looking at his Twitter or, or his Instagram or his TikTok when he's playing. You're watching the guy do what he does best. And those guys, they're artists, man. Lionel Messi is an artist. He's an athlete, but the guy's an artist. The guys like Antonio Brown, they make it into something different. Yeah. That's how it is. Totally. To, to like just one piece of art doesn't make sense. I, I agree with that. I like that statement too. Yeah. All right. See? I am Come. putting you up on a pedestal. Ah. I'm taking myself out so you can tell your pineapple pizza story. No, so ready? listen. Listen, here's the thing. So you're a pineapple on pizza guy. Yeah. Right. Okay, fine. Like I'm not I'm not dying on a hill for people to say it doesn't belong. Like if it didn't belong, find me like the ingredients that only belongs on it. And then you'd find a meal that nobody gives a shit about. That's the first problem. Pineapple pizza is a pineapple ring base or a pineapple wedge base that you use. So you grill that sucker. And you get that down there and you get a little bit of caramelization on it. Then you get your pizza sauce. You grab maybe a salty meat, a cured meat, maybe a Canadian bacon, maybe a prosciutto, maybe something like that. Then you throw your cheese on top. You can throw some olives in there too, a little bit more salt, and then you might want to steam over the top of it. But that's really it. So it's, it's kind of like based off a, what was it, a gammon steak? The UK do it. It's like, a, it's like a ham piece of steak. So that's gammon steak. They use, it's like a ham. It's like steak yeah. ham. It's, it's, yeah. it's, so you know what I'm talking about. Essentially, it's just a play on that, but you reverse it around. So instead of like the ham being the steak, it's the pineapple ring being it instead. And it's really quite delightful. It's not something you'd have every time, but on the odd occasion, why not? But imagine telling people something doesn't belong on something because of what? Jeez, that's unbelievable. Because you like, don't like it. Like, yeah, no, man, like just stop. Like people don't like things. Okay, don't like things. I don't like Bruno. I think it was garbage. Basura, like I say this again, I just it wasn't good. No. I don't I'm care. Argue, I'm gonna argue with you on that. Okay, great. Just for the content of it. So here's my background on it though. I was in choir from basically fifth grade until first semester of freshman year of college. So that's You're what? Eight years in choir. Okay. Okay. So okay. to me, I really enjoyed the We Don't Talk About Bruno's song because musically, it's very it's amazing, I, right? I don't want to say, yeah, it's amazing. I don't want to say like it's complex, Lin, but like Lin Manuel the, the Miranda did the harmonization right? is, is phenomenal to me. Like, I really enjoy it. But if you don't like it, I don't care. Like, that's your but opinion. Like, so here's, here's my issue with it yeah, it's very stale. The method is stale. Now you're going to sit there and say, but it's a kid's movie. 
It should be. You're not meant to. You're an adult. It's not about... Listen, this guy's writing all their music. It all sounds the same. Give yeah. me something. Now, here's the other thing. Black sheep, princess of the family, comes to light, finds herself, presents herself, everything saves the day. Great. Like, I love the wholesome content. Find yeah. me something else. Like, maybe maybe we need someone to lose everything. Like, it's like a rock movie. I can't watch a rock movie because he always wins. That's the first problem. He always stays alive. He needs to die every now and again. But two, he's always wearing... How can he get entrapped in anything he does while he's wearing his Under Armour branded uniform on every freaking scene? Enough, man. I get it. You can't be calling yourself like Johnny Smith with like The Rock. You can't. Because now I already know you're The Rock and this is fake. So now like the suspension of disbelief is now dead. Right? But everything, everything about like... Encanto, and it's, I'm sure it's a fine movie, but there's nothing different about Encanto that Moana isn't. And we're talking no, about... That's eight, good, yeah, that's a good point. And that's eight years later. It's the same paint-by-number stuff. Like, give me something different. Is that really eight years apart? I'm guessing. Moana? That's fine. I'm oh. guessing 2014. I got onto it later because my daughter was born later than that. 2016. Okay, so yeah. So she was five born years. 26. So, five, six years. And I'm sure that that was the same as like something else like it's the same format it's give me something else because i'm a consumer right because my kids don't get to consume it if i don't pay for the app right yeah so you know pander towards me a little bit give me something frozen same thing like come on the same thing like i get it this is great i'm gonna watch it anyway because my kids want to watch it so i'm down with that fine but like throw a couple different nuggets in there for me to like latch on and just you know Get me no, to that I, place. I, it's just I just I don't it. find it. I don't think it's that great because I I know that it's just the same. It just does nothing for me now. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. But I'm not going to take away from the artistic appeal. Miranda's a genius. Yeah, the guy knows how to write a tune and he knows how to execute one as well. I understand, but you've you've essentially taken Coco and moved it from Mexico to Colombia. Same show, like it's. <laughs> it's and they're going to take, like, literally the other one and move it to, like, Asia, but they're going to, like, adapt it to the... Co- like, it's the same thing. I just watched Raya. Same thing. Like... Get, like Kids also love Raya. Yeah, and, and it's fine. Give me something else, though. Like, you got to adapt a little bit. Otherwise, it's just... You know, and, you know, I'm not saying that Disney's formula doesn't work and they're not a successful... Clearly it works. It's clearly working. (laughs) My kids will be watching it with their kids and their kids one day. I understand that too. So I get where it's going, but it's just, I'm just not there. No, that's fair. I get it. So that's why I don't think Encanto is very good. That's my long way around saying it. Just I know Jay's probably watching still and he's going to hear this. He's going to be like, oh, Dan. But you know what? I'm not going to get on Twitter tomorrow because I don't care. I don't need the drama. I'm not going to watch it. I'll just call Dan, or call Jay and flip him off for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows. He knows it's all in good fun. That Disney Twitter, though, man, they're, they're savage. Yeah. Wasn't ready for that. Oof. All right, Dan, this has been a pleasure. It's been highly entertaining for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Before we yeah. go, where can, where can people find you on Twitter? And what do you have don't, coming out? What are you working don't, on? Don't find me on Twitter. Don't. Don't find me on Twitter. Uh, I am, I am at the B League. Says I, I tend to stay away from a lot of things in the off season. I try to just recuperate a little bit. Uh, 
So for going for two, I do our Monday night war room, which is phenomenally fun. I get to work with three people that make me look great. And I say that because they are phenomenal and they bring me up. So Kyle, Gladys and the doc, they are just awesome fun. They, they're great at everything they do. And I get to be a part of what they do. And it's just fun. It's, it's my favorite part of the year. I think they're just, they're a ball. Uh, so we preview the Monday game. We do injury analysis with the doc and we do some bets and prop betting off that as well, which is great. I also do DFS for the dynasty rewind. Uh, that was my first year doing it with them. We might be adapting that to college football. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be, uh, that could be interesting because I don't, I don't see a lot of college football DFS, which is weird. I don't know if you yeah. do you notice it. I don't really notice much college DFS, like actual content. Yeah. No, I don't. Isn't that weird? All these dynasty players that don't play college and, DFS. And you heavy, think yeah. You think they'd have to leg up every week, dude? I, it's I've tried. It's just money. Money. It's hard because they don't have. Uh, they use like a. Uh, they don't have tight ends. I think they just throw an extra flex in there or something yeah. like that. It's just it's wild. Well, they don't have a defense. They have an extra flex. It's and weird they have like a that. super flex position. Yeah, and like some of the, the games that you select, I only caught onto it later in the year. It's some of the games. Not are, all the games are available. It's really no, but, but that's what that's why it's wild because like there's so much variance within it. It's like yeah, I don't even know where this place is, and I don't know who the team is that are playing. I never heard of these things. Right? And you're like, well, the dollars make sense in the paper game. You can kind of figure it out and piece it together. So I think you might be attacking that a little bit. Cool. Uh, but if not, if not, I'll stick to boring old DFS and go from that and just, you know, maybe not pull my hair out. I don't need to do that. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm at the B League says uh, most of the time. Awesome. Except if I'm in a group chat with you, you probably will see me sporadically. Yeah, and that's accurate. If, if I'm online, probably not. I'm probably not a part of your thread. <laughs> So, right, know, wait, wait, is it Friday? Is it follow Friday yet? Because those things are the worst. So you're gonna no, it's not. Friday. It's Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> not looking for... Okay. Uh, well, thanks again that. for coming on, man. It was yeah. a blast. Make right. sure you follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Nightcap, at FF underscore Collective. That's K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. And you can follow me on Twitter at FF Shane B. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers. <laughs>